0: buckmason.com slash ham buckmason.com slash ham you order whatever you want hoodies t-shirts jackets you name it buckmason.com slash ham you get a free t-shirt guy that's the deal free t-shirt on your order
1: i've been wearing Buckmason mason since before buck mason paid us i can tell you buck mason high quality t-shirt whether you want the pima the slub the v-neck the curved hem the straight hem the tall the short it's all there buckmason.com slash ham go get it Jimmy Garoppolo is still on the 49ers as of 1.52 p.m. Pacific time on Wednesday, March 16th, and it doesn't feel like, so we both hit the uh, we both missed on whether he'd be traded by yesterday morning, and it doesn't feel like he's getting traded in the next hour or two at this point.
0: I texted a buddy last night. I'm like, would you be totally shocked if he got like a three-year extension? Kind of tug in cheek but kind of there's a hint of seriousness. Let's face it, like, oh, how did they clear all the cap space? Did they trade or cut Jimmy? No, they restructured a bunch of other contracts, right? Eric Armstead, George Kittle, they move money around to to facilitate keeping Jimmy Garoppolo. They did that on purpose. Like, obviously, if you got rid of Jimmy, they wouldn't have had to kick the can down the road. So, like, listen, this could have ramifications on one of those two guys if they have a major injury. This is the NFL. I mean, both those guys play physical positions. We've seen it with a counterpart. They are still kicking the can down the road on D Ford. Now, I would say half the teams in the league would not have done this. Even out of loyalty, I, I think they generally like the guy, right? And and they would, like, I think, if you ask Kyle right now, he's like, ah, I would have no problem bringing him back. Like, dead serious. Like, zero hint of sarcasm or tongue-in-cheek or whatever. Like, I will start Jimmy Garoppolo next year. Serious is a fucking heart attack. Where I think, like, John Lynch, Parag, Jed, just the natural inclination of everyone else non-coach is in one to just kind of wheeling and dealing and adding assets, you know, and, like, increasing your value of the team. But they don't have to coach the quarterback. But this is like when you just take a step back, a little bizarre, I, I would say. And just most importantly, besides just bizarre, weird, a little fucking risky, you know. I just they haven't necessarily missed out on a guy. We'll get to Chandler Jones. Like Chandler Jones would have immediately helped. Now we'll see the guaranteed money, but he probably got a lot, right? I mean, he got fifty-one million dollars. They say like seventeen a year. I think it's fair to guess that. 30 guarantee like amount of money that the Niners probably were not willing to pay him. So that might not have been an option, but it for 100% sure was not even a conversation as long as Jimmy's on the team. Like you can't have conversations with, because if I told you right now, the Niners also signed Stefan Gilmore, everyone would be like, fuck, multiple corners. It's not even an option. Like you you can't even have these conversations with anyone out there. And listen, I, I've said over and over Free agency, this is not – you're not going to land Carlos Correa or Garrett Cole in in NFL free agency. But you can add pretty good starters, but when you are – the Niners are not like $40 million of wiggle room right now. I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo takes up 27-point-whatever million dollars. That's a fact as of right now, right? Right. That's a lot of money. Yep. That's a large amount of money. Like the only person that takes up that much money in football – our second contract quarterbacks. Like no other position has that level of cap hit, right? It's impossible. Like even Khalil like, you know, they traded for a lot. And you looked, it was like $17 million. <laughs> That's $10 million less. Like $10 million buys you a sweet safety, a sweet guard. Like 10 million, you're talking, there's a lot of money. So they, they are taking a calculated risk with their puzzle piece. And this is by far their biggest puzzle piece to move because they they could cut him, <laughs> Right, they could, and, and then they get that money back when well, the moment he signs.
1: Back, they get all of it back once he signs. The other seven and a half, yeah.
0: right? They'd still have twenty to play with immediately.
1: Yeah, and so now you've pushed some of these cap hits back, right? On now, there's always maneuvering to be done, and they make they do the maneuvering, but. And ideally, that-
0: Armstead and Kittle are on your
1: team for a couple more years. Right? Ideally, they're healthy. Like you said, ideally, they're not hurt. I mean, but things things change fast. But I think the other thing, I think you said it a couple more years, right? Like Armstead, there will be a time where even if he's productive, you could get to a point where Armstead's cap hit is so big that even for a productive player, I think these numbers have been updated. His number this year, Armstead, is now 9.5 million. Does that sound right?
0: Pro, I mean, yeah, yeah, I think that sounds like his new days. cap
1: number, right? I'm just looking at Spot Track. I think that's been updated. His cap hit next year's 24 million, which so, will
0: kick that can down the road. Well, but
1: the next year it's 25. So I mean, this could be his last year under on the 49ers. What's his de- What's his dead cap next year? 21. So maybe not.
0: <laughs> I would say the only way he stays is if he's good this year and they give him like a couple year extension. Because he is, you know, the one thing you'd say about Eric Armstead, it feels like he's been in the league a decade. He is 28 years old. Right. He's a Uh, younger, he's a younger
1: 29, I think.
0: Yeah. But I'm saying like, so if you extend him after this year and you play 31, you know, 30, 31, 32, like that's not ink Calais Campbell, you would say his physical type, right? He could just play for a while. He's a unique body. Right.
1: And it, I mean, it does seem like he is coming in the way he is performing feels like he's in his, he
0: has entered his prime and he is delivering. He is a solid He is a solid member of a really good team, right? I'd call him solid plus. Like I think he's got... Yeah, he's, a, he's above average. He's gotten imp- pretty good, I would say. He's pretty good. He's been an impact player for the Niners in big boy games, Yeah, which is hard to find. This is all... A,
1: I, I, I think the question... Here's the hard thing that we have trying to evaluate from the outside. How much of a gamble are the 49ers taking? Like, do they believe once Deshaun Watson picks a team that they're going to be able to trade Jimmy Garoppolo for something significant and how confident are they in that? And why are they confident in that? Right. Are they, do are they at all biting their fingernails right now going, we're holding, we're holding, we're holding. What are we ultimately going to get for this guy? Uh, and we'll talk about Cleveland in a minute, but you know, I think that's the one thing that's hard to know right now from the outside. There is a lot of uneasiness about how much of a gamble they're making here. Well,
0: let's use the hypothetical that they have to cut them in a week, right? He's cut. They will get a lot of blowback. And I think it'll be justified of why didn't you do this immediately? You waited. You could have bought some players to help you out. What would the Rams have done? They would have utilized their space. They always do. You're not playing the same game as the team. Let's face it right now. You're competing against three teams, the Rams who will do absolutely everything to keep winning Tampa Bay bucks. They are fucking spending money out of their ass and green Bay somewhere in the middle but they've kept their two most important players, right? So it's like that's to me that's who you're competing against, those three teams. What's their mindset? Green Bay's a little unique cuz they just got Aaron, right? But the other two teams will are, are I would say operating like the Yankees, the Red Sox or the Dodgers, wouldn't you? Just the way that they conduct business. Like they're not like, "You know, I wonder about this and saving this." Like they're just bow, 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 bow and you can be like oh that's not that's not the smart way well it's fucking working like and that's your competition so it's like you can play this slow game which historically there's nothing wrong with it but there's also like you got to beat them you know that's who you got to beat now you yeah. the rams lost players yesterday they lost a corner they lost a d tackle von miller who knows if he's going to come back or not but that's not the point. Like, they, they will continue to do everything humanly possible to improve. And I think sometimes people, I refuse to freak out. Like, I, I just seen a lot of people today, like, this is this is not the day to totally freak out. But I do understand just the mindset. Because it does feel like the 49ers will always lean prudent over just gunslinger at the blackjack table, like the Rams, right? And I'd say the Bucks with Tom Brady are operating like that, too. The Niners just fundamentally do not work that way. Because ultimately, the Trey Lance... Well, it a big ballsy play. It is a big picture play, right? It is, but it wasn't
1: their first choice. Their first choice was ballsy trade everything for Matthew Stafford or Deshaun Watson. Like that was their first choice, right? Their first choice was Matthew Stafford or Deshaun and Watson.
0: I, but okay, here's another pushback. Let's put the quarterback pre pre, you know, I know. Accusation Deshaun. Let's, let's use the quarterback acquisition spending mindset in its own category. Cuz wouldn't you say that most teams like You got the non-in-trouble. Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson, everyone's going to think the same. I would say every other player, that's where there's a group of like the haves and the have-nots of super aggressive and super not aggressive. Right? Like only so many, I I bet a lot of people would have been like, yeah, that's a little too rich for Khalil Mack. But the Baldy team's like, fuck that. Like the Rams, I think the Chargers just realized there's some desperate, like we got to be good. We got to make the playoffs. I think Tampa would have, if money, they would have been interested in Khalil Mack, right? You just, I'm just using these teams. I think Howie was probably sniffing around. You know, you just know the teams that at any moment be like, let's do it. Where well, I would say the Niners tend to just slow and steady win the race, and I think they would come back and say it has brought us four playoff victories over the last three years, right? So yeah. it's not like Some conference it's championship all the games. Times. But and that they is made, their that is their fundamental mindset: slow and steady. I would say they, nineteen.
1: They made a trade right during the year for Emmanuel Sanders. That's I'm not saying that's this but you know they have uh what would we say accentuated the roster i mean d ford did not work uh but they made that deal right and that was
0: you would say a couple of their ballsy non quarterback moves have blown up in their face i mean d ford has been a disaster i would say their first move it's a draft move but it was a really aggressive to get a second first round pick and ruben foster was uh, the, one of the most disastrous things we've ever seen uh you know then they tried to get kind of cute in a in a it an aggressive way when they traded Buckner and I think it just hasn't been ideal even though it's had some positives right it's just who knows if they had a do over how they'd talk about that Maybe they'd be like well we probably would have moved this guy instead and you know yeah I I don't know but part Maybe of it's, it's dependent on kinlaw stuff.
1: which right now that doesn't look good yeah you know I, and I think part of this is like they and you've you've always pointed this out the McKinnon, Rams are-
0: yeah they gave McKinnon a bunch of money towards ACL twice. Good for good for Andy though. Um, the uh I think I just you, saw he signed somewhere today. Uh Buffalo?
1: Buffalo? No. Is that right?
0: I feel like thought sounds... that,
1: who's the guy from the Washington football team? Then went to Buffalo and then decided to stay with Washington. That happened today. Missed that one. Uh,
0: did you Google something already? I Jerick McKinnon, but nothing came up.
1: Uh, usually the comments can help me here, but I, I always type in uh, WFT McKissick, thank you. J D. Oh, McKissick went player. to Buffalo. Thanks, gotcha. Jamil, and thanks, Todd, and thanks, Michael, and thanks, Jamil, and thanks, Nate. Uh, went to Buffalo and then changed his mind. Went back to football team. Commander uh, commies for the uh, yeah. for the same amount for the same deal. I guess he'd rather play with Wentz than than Josh Allen. But, um, you know what I was going to say is that this this thing has not played itself out yet. And my read on the Niners right now, my guess, John, it's just a guess, is that they are confident that they're going to get something. And I know from the outside, it looks like the Jimmy market. And this is a good this is a good comment here from uh, Mr. Corey. Where did this go? First, it was the Rogers situation. Then it was waiting on Russell. Now it's on Watson. Face it, Graplo is not that good. And our most other teams' Plan C, and I think the Niners' attitude is okay. We're Plan C, but they are going to get to us eventually.
0: Well, when you, to take what you're, you're right?
1: Cutting next week is <clears throat> there a is lot of like egg.
0: getting something like to me getting a fifth round pick. You get no credit next week. It's like what would you wait this long for a fifth round pick? When you say get something, I think you mean like a top a seventy-five third. pick. Yeah. yeah, something of some value.
1: <laughs> yeah, I would say at this point, even
0: a fourth would feel like, see, we didn't cut them and we were right. I would say a fourth today wouldn't feel the worst. I'd say a fourth like next Thursday feels a little weird, doesn't it? It's like yeah, wait, it you just so depended you could have you d- utilized the money.
1: Well, that's what it's so dependent on. Would you have utilized the money? They might be sitting there going, no, we're not. I don't see anybody. We got our we got our corner. I don't see anybody else we want for 15 million dollars.
0: We'll buy know, a couple of $3
1: million players. I don't know. Well, they yeah, don't have any. They...
0: I don't. It doesn't feel like they're always the most aggressive. Trent Williams trade. Pretty unique, but you give you give him credit on that. I mean, he said this is the only place he's going to play. Yeah, I know. Unique.
1: <laughs> but they did. They did do it.
0: They gave him a third for the fucking best left tackle in the league. Every team in the league would have done that. Yes. And then and then pay them. Yeah. They don't have a problem paying you once you're sweeting on the team. Yeah. That's not their issue is not money. They have an unlimited amount of money. They're the San Francisco fucking 49ers. They, yeah, they're but it doesn't like work the Rams, the, the the Glazers, the the, the, the fucking Yankees. They, the cash is not their issue. That that's part of the reason people get mad. There's no like, well, the cash there are no cash flow issues. The only cash flow issue right now is this contract that's hindering their cap. And <laughs> people are going, are you using this to avoid paying some people some cash? We'll see. I mean, it's just, I I think these next 48 hours are very telling. Like if we're going to the weekend, then they clearly are just like, yeah, we're just, we're not worried about it.
1: Well, I definitely think if Deshaun picks at that point, I I think we've run out of to the comment earlier. At that point, if Deshaun picks a team and they're still waiting, then we've run out of things. What are we waiting on? Actually, I'll tell you exactly what we're waiting on. Then we're waiting on Baker.
0: Well one thing. Waiting on whoever Deshaun displaced then. One thing I want to see them do is to get a pick for this guy and then use like two threes and go land like, damn, they just landed some sweet defensive tackle. Or damn, they just landed like, you know, a Pro Bowl guard. Or do you know, do something like that. Be like, okay. Yeah. And you know the guy costs nine million dollars, but he's under contract for the next couple of years. Right. I like getting cost-controlled assets with my draft picks, like like
1: what uh, uh, Tampa just did with the 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 Shack. Uh, he's Mason under contract.
0: Field. Yeah. I, I you know I'm not fuck them picks, but I am utilize those picks <laughs> as resources. Right. Yes, I know. Which is you've always
1: said that's more in that is more what the Rams have done than free agency spending bonanza.
0: And there's really only been one sweet one of those that's happened at a, at a high level. I'd say it would be because I think Shaq Mason went for a fifth. He didn't go for that much. Uh, I mean, Khalil, to me, is a high-valued asset. Like any other guy that they could use that goes for a second or a third, but definitely a third, I, I, I'll be like, well, the Niners are missing out on this because they could use two-thirds to go land a guy.